How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Brewers won last night. If you are just waking up from it, maybe you caught it. Maybe you didn't. They had 13 hits. They scored three runs. So it was about the kind of Brewer game that you expect. But they got the win. And they gained a game in the standings. And they gained a game in the standings as the Cardinals lost last night. We're also following the Open Championship. Uh, Dustin Johnson's got an eagle putt here on 18. He's 400 through the day. He's one of the co-leaders with Cameron Young, who's yet to go from yesterday. I'm rooting against these guys, dude. I, I do not, like... I do not want that. Like, oh, go get your money, whatever. I do not want them to win. I, I like. I want a Sunday. You know how great a Sunday would be if it was Dustin Johnson versus Rory. Dustin Johnson, the guy who has probably made the most from Live so far, and then Rory McIlroy, who's been very outspoken except for one interview where it looked like he was backtracking, but then he got back on uh, the course of, of ripping on Live. If, if that was a Sunday, it would be basically PGA versus Live. It'd be incredible, but I don't even know if I want like all these guys. You just there's like a there's like a stink to them. Tigers one over for the day, I believe. One over for the day uh, through ten. Yesterday was six over, so he's he's not going to make the cut. But Tiger is golfing this morning. If you want to pop that on, it's on USA here. All right, now again, I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. I said that when Tim's with us here. This week, next week, and then the week after, Toby's going to be on the the big show. He's got the afternoon show this week and next. But I said after uh, or dur- during one of these games, one of these shows, I'm just not going to come in. And I won't tell Tim. <laughs> he won't figure it out until 6.01. <laughs> I tweeted you last night. You're funny. I tweeted you last night that tomorrow was going to be the day. And you said, oh, wow, we'll talk a lot of Badger football. Plus, Mike McGivern will join us. Aaron Rodgers joins the show in hour three. Weather and traffic updates on the threes. I would have loved to hear that show. It would have been phenomenal. Yeah, I would have loved to hear it. I'm sorry that I came in. It's fine. We, we'll, we've canceled that show, and uh, we'll look forward to bringing you a show one day. You had Rodgers booked in hour three? I did, but I he was like, ah, that Winkler showing up. 
Yeah. I don't want anything. Yeah. So. Uh, more on his tattoo. Apparently, the same artist did one on his new girlfriend's arm, Blue of Earth. You mean? Never mind. Did another tattoo. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if they're like matching. I don't know if it's one of those things where. Well, if they're matching that, this that means this is forever then, right? I don't know. What you this get guy. matching tattoos, you know, like like you, me, and Toby did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's forever. If there was ever a guy in the history of the world that was going to get a matching tattoo after dating a girl for one month, is it not Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I mean, is it not Aaron Rodgers? Brewers won last night. I read you some of my tweets. I'm at Winks Thinks. Tim's at Tisha Four Ten. I was just frustrated with this team uh, last night because they were getting a bunch of guys on base and they weren't doing anything with it. And it was playing right into the, man, this team is frustrating. Like, are we at the point where we almost hate watching this team? Like, we're, we're watching them. We just want, what we want is to, because we're, a lot of you guys, maybe not all of all of you, but a lot of people that are listening right now, you're into the Brewers. You're into the Brewers. Sports Talk Radio, middle of the summer, you're into the baseball. You're into it. We will have plenty of time to talk Packers. Oh, yeah, we'll get Plenty the Packers. We're going to talk some Bucks today. But, you know, when you listen in the summer, you're into baseball, or at least you, you're aware of what's what's going on. Do you watch every single one of these games? I think more of you might be closer to that than the alternative. And so when you watch these games, when you commit that amount of time, when you stay up for a game like last night, you want to be rewarded. And they don't need to win every game. That's not going to happen. But you want good, fun, competitive baseball. Last night was competitive baseball i'm not sure how fun it was but then like ron said they got the win so it's one of those things where after i I remember my wife asked me this during the packers playoff game against the niners she said are you even enjoying this you've looked miserable this whole time i said i'm enjoying it because i know they're gonna win and then well they didn't win so what could have been like you don't know that you're enjoying it if they win you look back and say i enjoyed that and if they lose you look back and say that was awful. And so I guess uh, I guess last night I enjoyed it because they got the win. It went to extra innings, and Jonathan Davis squeaked one down the line, and that was the last run they needed. One ball, two strikes. Davis, slow roller. And this is going to stay fair, and this will be a base hit for Davis. Yellich scores, and the Brewers have the lead in the 10th inning. Put the ball in play, and it works out for Jonathan Davis. It's an RBI single, and it is 3-2 Milwaukee. Brewers will get the win. Devin Williams comes in and locks down the save, so Hayter must have been unavailable, which makes sense. But Devin Williams, they give him the opportunity. Look, he's been pitching well. Here's a save opportunity. We're also maybe trying to get you into the All-Star game. It wouldn't hurt to have you pop a little bit on the national scene. So go ahead, get your sixth save of the year. Devin Williams doesn't put anybody on base, just needs 11 pitches, strikes out one, and the Brewers lock down the Giants. Again, a guy on second all the while. Brewers win 3-2. They're 50-40. and They're three games up in the Central. The Cardinals lost again last night. So I know this hasn't been the greatest month of baseball for the Brewers, but it's been even worse for the Cardinals, who look like they could have taken that lead when the two teams played a month ago and ran with it. They have been unable to do that. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. It's the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour. Wendy's, 
where you can get the breakfast baconator combo side of Toby's, the potato wedges, or you can go ahead with the hot honey chicken biscuit combo sweet with a kick of heat that's available for you this morning at Wendy's. Do get the Frosty Chino, which is a very good way to kickstart your morning as well. So the Brewers win 3-2. Am I am I being too picky to, to be, like, frustrated with this team? No. They won. No. I mean, yes, they won. Great. But too many runners left on base. Not, no clutch hitting. It's just it's it's frustrating to watch. That's a game that they they are so lucky to win last night. Well, they, I think, and again, thank God for our pitching. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Burns was great, so the one start he'll get this week. But this is the you know this is the case of how in depth are you watching these games, and should should I maybe take a step back? Should I maybe take a step back if I'm going to look at every one of these games like it's you know so important? Because I, I still think we're 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 waiting for the playoffs. We think we're going to get in. And we got nervous last month when St. Louis was pulling up because ah, then it looks like that, you know, maybe there could be there could be a way they don't make the playoffs. I will say this. These are big games, these are big wins, just in case you have that wild card, that backup. San Francisco's in the wild card chase, obviously. They have slumped here the last couple of weeks, but yeah. um I mean just a month a month ago. So Tim asked me. Tim asked you what? He asked me uh, if the um, – he had said, where are the standings? Are the Brewers going to be in the playoffs if they make it? And I said, actually, brought up the standings. I go, no, they are yeah, there was a while to the was, Giants. There was a while where they wouldn't have been in the stand. They, they wouldn't have been in the playoffs. They wouldn't have been there. And now, you know, things are a little more comfortable for them because, you know, St. Louis isn't getting it done either. But that's, you know, that's – that's where you're at. Do you watch this game and is every game just one game or is it on the bigger picture? I've been talking a lot this week about how the Brewers are not making any progress since 2018. So guys, I argued with real big Twitter battles last night, put the fist up. You know, they tell you, they tell you, ah, they won. Ah, you know, they won. What are you supposed to do? They won. Ah, they're in first place, but I want something bigger. I want something more. And then I do realize that they can't really do that until they get into the playoffs. So we'll see when that you know eventually happens, how they look. Because all of this could be for nothing. I mean, all of this could be for nothing. We could be complaining, 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 complain through April, complain through May, complain through June, complain through July, complain through August, complain through September. And then they have three good weeks in October and they're World Series champions. And then we're like, remember when you guys doubted all the Brewers? Well, yeah, I mean, this doesn't look like a World Series team, but that that is what I've convinced myself of. That the, the team that wins the World Series, the Brewers team that wins the World Series will not be the best one. It'll be it'll be one of these teams that maybe didn't deserve it as much. And we'll was see. Atlanta the best team? No, that, 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 that's why like you, know, you can't count them out. No, you just you just got to get hot at the right time, and maybe this year they change that narrative where they get hot at the end of the season. Doesn't look like a team that's going to win the World Series, right but again, now, it's no. also not September and it's not October. So just keep winning as much as you can, and and we'll go from there. A couple of odds have come out with these guys that are rumored trade targets. Uh, could the Brewers maybe latch onto them? One guy I've said that I've wanted is Wilson Contreras. 
Uh, the odds-on favorite is that he will remain with the Cubs. If he's going to get traded, it's going to be either the Giants, Padres, Yankees, or Astros, according to Vegas. Now, I want Wilson Contreras. I didn't before, but now that we have three catchers, I actually want him more because I want four catchers. You want four? Yeah, I want four. <laughs> I want five. I want six. I'd like to have a day where we start all catchers. All catchers. If Caratini can play short like he did growing up, put him there. Uh, you know, Wilson Contreras, maybe he can DH. You can have Narvaez. You can put Severino at first, perhaps. So that's what I want. I want to see a I want to see a lineup of all catchers. Guys that are listed, where the Brewers are listed, Josh Bell. Where will he be playing after the 2022 trade deadline? Still the Nationals, uh, the odds on favorite that he stays. The Twins, the Red Sox, the Astros, the Blue Jays, the Padres, all with better odds. Brewers eight to one odds for Josh Bell. I think that's a guy that he homered again last night. That's a guy that a lot of people are Looking at if there's going to be a trade, it could be the former Pirate who has burned us before now with Washington that might be attractive. Andrew Benatendi could be a name. Uh, the odds-on favorite is that he stays with the Royals. You know, A lot of the books just say that yeah, they'll, they'll probably just stick with their team. But otherwise, the Padres, Braves, Blue Jays, Yankees, and then Brewers come in at 10-1 to odds. So some of these guys could make their way to the Brewers. They're at least hashtag in the mix for it. Ben Attendi right now not playing, as we talked a little bit yesterday about the 10 Royals that were not going to Toronto because they are not vaccinated and you have to be vaccinated to play in Toronto. 10 guys they're missing. Royals won last night with their uh, crew. Of course they did. So they won 3-1. to one. They made 10 transactions yesterday. Okay, so you can bring up players. Yeah, you're okay. trying to tell me. I that thought I thought I had to play with a 16 man roster. I thought I heard a rule at the beginning of the year that if that happens to your team, you have to play with the team that you have. So. No, the Royals uh, yesterday. You know, we love when the Brewers make transactions. We talk about it. The Royals yesterday placed Michael Taylor, Brady Singer, Andrew Benatendi, MJ Melendez, Dylan Coleman, Kyle Isbell, Cam Gallagher, Hunter Dozier, Whit Merrifield, Bad Keller, and uh, those were the guys. They placed them all on the restricted list. They recalled Angel Zerpa from the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. They recalled Mikel Garcia from the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, as well as Sebastian Rivero. They selected the contract of Nate Eaton from the Omaha Storm Chasers, as well as uh, Nick Prado, Brewer Hicklin, Michael Massey, and Freddie Furman. So Freddie a lot of movement. Furman? How about Brewer Hicklin? That's... Are two awesome names. Yeah, get get that guy on the team. So for what it's worth, the Royals did win yesterday. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. us 12:50 a.m. The fan. Brewers get the win yesterday. Bucks got to win two in the summer league. They could be contending for a ring. Are we going to the p- playoffs? We just missed. Oh. Details on that coming up next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast here's the pitch and a swing at him is burns with a big strikeout got him with a cut fastball and it is strikeout number 10 and he goes to the top of the brewers franchise list with double-digit strikeouts, his 19th of his career. 19 games for Corbin Burns where he's got double-digit strikeouts. He was tied with Giovanni Gallardo at 18. Burns now in first place. Teddy Higuera in third at 16. Then Ben Sheets with 15. And Brandon Woodruff can go up that list. He's got 13 right now in his career. So last year's Cy Young Award winner looking really sharp again last night, keeping the Brewers in things while they kept... Getting hits. Brewers had 13 hits last night, and the Giants had four. The Giants scored two runs. The Brewers had three, but they got the win. John's in Franklin. Good morning, John. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. So I'm talking to Tim, and he's like, so just stay up for the game, and I just started laughing because it's like, <laughs> what chance do I have of that? But, uh, I get home from work, but you know, late in the afternoon, I watch a quick news fill in on what happened for the day. I watch Pardon the Interruption, and during that, now Spectrum makes us watch this like thing on the side with all the odds for the game. And I saw that we were pretty much going up against their race, and nobody scored like more than two runs off this guy. So I mean, you just know the game is going to—it's just going to be another pitcher's duel. And, you know, as it turned out, it, it, that's how it was. But, yeah, as far as the game went, I got through the first half inning. As soon as they made the third out and stranded the runners, I must have passed out immediately. <laughs> I I stayed up for it, man. I stayed up for this thing. I'm, 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 I need to go home. No, that, first of all, that's admirable that, that you made it through. 
Um, and I'm glad you were rewarded because, I mean, if you would have made that that Herculean effort because you work early in the morning and it's like to stay up is not easy. And for you to, you know, at least you were rewarded. I know it wasn't like a stinging double down the line, but, uh, hey, man, a win is a win. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I just hope the Brewers keep their head above water. Um, but this, you know, this game went just about exactly the way you thought it would. It's just a shame that Corbin doesn't get, you know, he's cheated out of another win. But what are you going to do? Yeah, all you can really do. John, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good weekend. You too. I'm out. All you can really do if you're the Brewers, because we complain about, you know, how they're winning and the way that they look and all this kind of stuff. We complain about the Brewers, but all that they can really do is just just try to keep winning. Try to keep winning. Get yourself in a spot where you will make the playoffs and then get hot. You know, some of these games that we talk about, ah, oh, they they have how many hits and, you know, only three runs. It, it, I mean, it's it's not going to matter come September. What's going to matter come September is how you play in September. What's going to matter in October is is how you play in October. So we'll see from that. Jonathan Davis, a uh, big night for him last night. He is somebody that is really making a case to stay on this team. You know, Renfro came back. He was one for four last night, struck out a couple of times. Tyrone Taylor dealing with concussion stuff again. So he hasn't been able to come back. But Hunter Renfro, uh, not Hunter Renfro, Jonathan Davis, rather, had the game-winning hit last night, was two for four, had the RBI. Uh, He's been making great plays in the outfield. We all assume that at some point he's not going to be on this team, but – He's making every case to stay up here. He joined Sophia last night. Jonathan, you just walked over. You said, man, that felt like a playoff game. This was a fun one, almost four hours long. But let's start with just the matchup that we saw tonight. Corbin Burns, Carlos Rodon. Burns was excellent. Ten strikeouts for him again. How much fun was it watching those guys compete on the mound? Uh, It's always fun, uh, especially watching Burns from center field, uh, watching them just work. Uh, It's amazing, man, to see him go out. He always goes out and gives his all. And. You know, his stuff is unreal. And, you know, I get a front row seat to it in center field. So, uh, you know, it's been good and it's been fun. Well, you had two of the best at-bats of the night. Let's start with the 13-pitch walk that you drew against Rodon. Just tell me about that battle and how you guys were able to just continuously put pressure on him and get him out of the game early. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, one through nine, we had pretty good at-bats. We were getting on base. We just couldn't uh, take a run across. Uh, First at bat, I uh, struck out, uh, and I kind of felt pretty bad about it. I kind of heated about it. And, uh, you know, the next at bat, I went up there. I told myself, you know, uh, he, he has a good fastball, and he was just jumping my barrel with the fastball. And I said, you know what, I'm either going to hit this down the third base line or uh, I'm getting on, on first. Uh, so uh, I just battled, battled him to the end, and, uh, you know, I was able to grind that one out. Well, after that walk, you had three straight singles, none, be- none better than that one in the 10th to win it. You were down 0-2, so tell me about that battle against their closer, Duvall. Yeah, man, I mean, you know, Duvall, he has a, a great fastball. Uh, I was actually going up there looking off speed, and, you know, he threw me some fastballs, and, uh, you know, I got to two strikes again, and I said, you know, I got, I got a battle for the team, and, uh, you know, I was glad I was able to put the ball in play, and, you know, the ball actually li- literally rolled our way tonight, so uh, it was good. Finally, Devin Williams, sixth save of the season for him. He's got to be an all-star, right? Looks, he, he's an all-star, uh, and I think in a lot of other people's eyes, he's an all-star. Regardless, regardless if, he, if he's there or not, uh, we all know he's an all-star, so uh, 
congrats to Devin. Continue the good, the good work. Uh, it's been amazing watching him as well. Jonathan Davis up about a month ago. Who? And now he's really making a case that he needs to be a part of this ball club. 414-799-1250. Again, that was him with Sophia Minert, Bally Sports Wisconsin, which a lot of you had problems watching last night. But it's not Bally's fault. They, 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 they were there to tell you. It ain't our fault. Spectrum's fault. The thing is, it happens like maybe once a month during yeah. a game where it just freezes like that. It's so annoying. And they always say it's not our fault. It's not our fault, which it probably isn't their fault. But then Spectrum comes back and says, well, it's not our fault either. Yeah. So it's like a. So, but, well, someone own up to it, please. Yeah. And it's like if you're watching, who even cares? Just make it work. You guys doing the blame game. Just make it work. Rip and Rona. What's up, Rip? Let her rap. Yeah. I mean, I've been listening all week, and you guys finally broke me. I'll talk some Brewers. Uh, I mean, you gave this report today about the game. I didn't watch it, obviously. And then uh, all week people have been complaining. And then today you slipped in uh, up three in the division, though. And then, like, that just kind of, like, just goes, just gets passed by. Are we, is it like the Packers when they win their division? The Brewers are going to make the playoffs with the division so bad that you think that they're not that good of a team? Yeah, I think uh, I think my my whole thing right now is that they're not making progress, and I'm not. Oh, could you imagine? Somebody told me this week. Could you imagine if ten years ago you'd say the Brewers are going to make the playoffs every year for five straight years? How good you'd feel? I'd be like, I don't know. I mean, the Packers do that. I'm always pissed about them. But like you're saying with baseball, isn't it like we just got to get into the get into the playoffs and with our pitching, we can turn it on or hopefully you can get lucky. Like baseball seems like it's more about luck than anything else. Yeah, and, and so what I think a lot of people are upset about is they watch this team and they're like, oh, you win, but you're not – this is not a team that's good enough to make the playoffs. Okay, well, all it takes is two weeks of getting hot and then you win the World Series. You play 162 games. I don't know. Maybe I wish the regular season mattered a little bit more. Hey, I got one final question. So I uh, I noticed that Braylon Allen is having a uh, celebrity softball thing in in Fond du Lac today, and I thought, or in, on Sunday, I thought, since you're a local celebrity, are you playing in that? Oh, did you hear my story? I didn't. Oh no, I didn't shoot. Oh boy, I thought that was a joke at first, but he might be serious. They asked me to come up for it, and then and you de- you declined. Well, I'm like, wow, I get to play in this game, and then they said we need someone to do the PA announcing. Oh, no. <laughs> you did do that in Fond du Lac, though, didn't you? I did call a Docs Fighters game uh, about a month ago. I have done PA announcing for the high school. Sounds like they're trying to, you know, give you an honor, and you're probably taking it like, I thought you were going to ask me to play? Well, I'm on a, I'm on, I have conflict anyway, or I would have done it. But, yeah, Braylon Allen, Diener will be there. Uh, they just announced like another, Ron Dane. Yeah, another way to boost that, your Twitter numbers if you did that, but I guess not. I know. Well, I, can't, I got conflict. I can't go. Uh, all right. Well, have a great weekend, you guys. All right. You too, Rip. See you, buddy. Bye. Rip and Rona, 414-799-1250. I, hey, I hope they have a good time. It should be fun. The Final Act Doc Spiders, a little celebrity game. Braylon Allen will be there. Graham Mertz is going to be there, I believe. My boy. Uh, Ron Dane was just announced yesterday. Uh, so that'll be in Fond du Lac on Sunday. Do you want to talk about the Bucks? Like I mentioned, Summer League winners get a ring. The Bucks as close as you can be without getting in the championship. The great injustice. All because one dude on the Celtics banked in a three 
and then snapped his ankle afterwards. Bucks don't have a shot at a ring. We'll explain coming up. 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. My new best friend. He bought Wendy's this morning. Wendy's. Check them out for breakfast. Maybe the breakfast baconator. The hot honey chicken biscuit combo. I got the Swiss egg and uh, sausage. What'd you get? Uh, just the sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Oh, and I got the croissant? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. And, of course, don't forget. The side of Toby? Potato wedges? That's that. What'd you get <laughs> to drink? So just a Diet Coke. Oh, okay. I got the Frosty Chino. You did. Mind. That's the first time I've seen one. I thought it was going to be like more like an ice cream. Like No, it's like a cappuccino. It's like a cappuccino, yeah. Instead of the cream or whatever, they use Frosty. It tastes like a Frosty. Must be mm, good. I'll mm. try it. I'm going to try it next time. So well, I guess I could pour some out of the side if you want, but I've already used the Nah, straw. you're good. Yeah. Next time I am going to large the potato wedges, though. I don't know what's going on around here lately, but I keep eating Wendy's, and I haven't paid for it once. Well, Toby owed me from a bet. You just, I'll, I'll get I it said, I, well, all I said is, I'm getting Wendy's. Do you want anything? Oh, yeah, and I said, and I'll you, pay. You said, I'm like, no, just pay next time. So All right, well, I'll get it next week. And then Gary, when Gary Ellerson comes in here, he, he's been buying Wendy's for everybody. Like, he's Wendy Claus. He keeps buying food for people. What a nice man. What a nice man. So, I think Gary told you to go to bed last night. Gary tweeted <laughs> me to go to bed, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I had to stay up to watch the game. Had to, I had to watch that riveting game between the Brewers. And I was also watching some of the Bucks Summer League. Now, like I said with the Summer League, I get very excited for it. And then uh, and then it's on, and then I'm like, nah. You know, I, I watch it a little bit in passing. I don't watch it to go crazy about it. I have been impressed with how some of these guys are playing. I think that uh, Marjan Bochamp has looked pretty good. I'm happy about that. They had the Mavs last night. They won 100 to 89. Uh, Mamu's looked really good in this summer league. Mamu had 19 last night, and he's been knocking down threes. Bochamp at 11. Bochamp had a really good uh, steal. Almost Drew Holiday-esque. Maybe you saw the highlight. Lindell Wigington might actually be their best player in the summer league. Uh, he's at 25 points. So the Bucks are 3-1 and one in summer league. And they have four games that are scheduled, and then a fifth game they match you up by record. Okay? And so to be in the championship game, of which they do give out rings, you have to have the best record in the Summer League. Um, the Bucks right now, there's some teams yet to play, but the Bucks right now are 3-1, and one, along with a couple of other teams. The Knicks and the Blazers are both ahead of them at 3-1, and one, and they have a better point differential, and that's how you determine it. So you've got – how many teams are in the Vegas Summer League? You've got uh, – well, all 30 teams are there. You know, Some still play in the other ones, but all 30 are in Vegas. And then the top two teams. So you're you're taking out of four games, who are the best two? And the Bucks, even though they are 3-1, and one, they are not going to get in because they just missed out. That loss came to Boston, and they had that play from a guy named Matt Ryan who banked in a three-point shot – after Wigington and the Bucks took the lead on free throws with five seconds to go. So the Bucks could have been playing for a championship this weekend, although it's not to be. And that would have been a real bummer. 
We are we're nearing the year anniversary of when the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA Finals last summer, and we could have celebrated that with a summer league championship and maybe even a a parade. Not as rushed. Good thing you got Wendy's when you when you did. It's pouring now outside. Ooh, yikes! Yeah, it's supposed to rain all day, most of the day today. Yeah. It's pouring out uh, in Milwaukee, at least. 414-799-1250. You could tweet us, 1250 AM, the fan. Again, 414-799-1250. The big news in the NBA yesterday was the DeAndre Ayton uh, signing. So he's going to stay with Phoenix. DeAndre Ayton, he did what a lot of people do when they want a little more money. You ask for a raise, you get denied. And you see if you can't get that raise elsewhere. Sometimes people just go apply for other jobs just because they want to go back to their employer and say, look what these people offer me. Give me a raise. And Aiton danced that dance perfectly on Thursday. He got a max offer from the Pacers, four years, $133 million. And instead, Phoenix is matching that offer to stay with the Suns. So this takes out DeAndre Ayton as a trade asset until January 15th. He can't be dealt until then. And now he's got a full no trade clause for one year. That's what happens when you uh, are a restricted free agent and, and you sign these guys off an offer sheet. So if Kevin Durant was going to get traded to Phoenix, it's not going to be for DeAndre Ayton. And then in that case, it probably won't be at all. And that was, that was uh, the guy that they thought would at least be a part of that package. So the Pacers are like, hey, we'll take them. We want them. They're trying to rebuild something there. And so they miss out on it too. He actually can't be traded to the Pacers now either for a year. So there's a lot of like rules about it. So he signed the offer sheet. The Suns match, but now Aiton can't be traded until January 15th. I thought at first Woj screwed up because today's July 15th, but he said, uh, no, January 15th. So he can't be traded until January 15th. And he has a no trade clause for a year, and he can't be traded to the Pacers for a year. So that's how it will work with DeAndre Ayton, who is going to stay for the time being in Phoenix. I thought it was interesting uh, what the big show was talking about yesterday, right after we were done. John Horst did an interview with um, Eric Name of The Athletic, who will join us next week on our one-year anniversary celebration. When we're going to look back at the Bucks, we've been looking back at the finals run, but next week we're going to hear reaction. We're going to hear when Tim Shea cried on the air. <sighs> Do you really? We're gonna we're gonna hear when I came in obliterated. We're gonna hear it all. Come on! It was the first time the city won a championship in fifty years. I was just watching video of myself from it last night. I was going through my phone last night. Did you cringe? Uh, no, I was going through my phone last night, and I wish I could play some of it on air, but swears. But I was going through my phone because my son, you know, we look at pictures sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I like to, like, see what was a year ago at this time. And I'm mm -hmm. showing him pictures of him, and, and then I went through all this video, and it's me, like, crying in the Deer District. Okay, so I'm not the only Oh, one. God, no. No, so many people cried tears of joy last year. Don't feel embarrassed about that. The thing is, we have the audio of you, and we don't have of most other people. So we are going to play it. That's uh, how that's going to work. We are going to play it. So Eric will join us on Wednesday. You know, take a look at the offseason and, and where they're at here. And he talked to Eric Name a little bit. 
and uh, Sparky was talking about how the GM of the Bucks, John Horst, says they are not running it back. Okay, that the Bucks are not running it back. Eric Name had asked John Horst, "Hey, you guys are running it back," and uh, and he said, "No." John Horst says, "I would not characterize our offseason as running it back." Joe Ingles is a pretty big decision, pretty big signing. We added a draft pick. We believe that Marjan can have an impact on our team. Plus, look at last year. Javon Carter was only with us for a month or so. We played a whole year without Brooke Lopez, so we don't know how he plays with Bobby all the time and with Grayson. I don't look at it like we're running it back. Sure, we kept some of the same guys, which is actually really hard to do, but that's not all we did. Yeah, we lost in the second round. Some years you win, some years you lose. We were the second-best team record-wise in the Eastern Conference with Brooke missing a ton of time, and we went to a Game 7 with the team that went to the NBA Finals, and we had some injury issues, and that's okay. That happens in this league. I don't agree with you if you say we're running it back. If that's how you want to look at it, okay, I'd say we're pretty damn good. Oh, he swore. So if you wanted to say we ran it back, that's okay. I don't think that's right, but if you want to look at it that way, that team's pretty good. So, John Horst, the reason that I think you know it's interesting to bring up is – John Horse is a semantics guy. Remember when Brandon Jennings played for the Herd? Remember when they brought him back? We had Horse on that morning, and there were rumors of that. And I asked Horse like five different times. Uh, so is Jennings going to be a buck? I phrased it, is Jennings going to be a buck? And he said he will not be a buck today. And then an hour later, Brandon Jennings signed to the Wisconsin Herd. So I should have said, are you going to get Brandon Jennings back in the organization? Because the way that I asked the question, he was able to dance around it a little bit. So he's a big semantics guy. They're running it back. It's like the definition of running it back. Everybody's back. They added a draft pick, as everybody does. And, they, they okay, they signed a free agent. But Bobby and Pat and Brooke and Wes and George Hill, I guess. These guys are all back. Drew, Chris, Giannis. That's the big thing to me. If you weren't going to run it back, the only – you were the the options for the Bucks. I think for this offseason were keep your core and re-sign the guys that are free agents, and they did that, or completely shake it up. The only way I'd say they're not running it back is if they like traded Drew or Chris or something, which I don't want to do. And we've talked about the long-term aspects of this. Do you extend Chris Middleton? You know, when do you look? Do you look at trading him at some point? As the contract runs out, how do you want to play this with Drew? How do you want to play this with Chris? I'm not too worried about the future because I want this year, I want it to be run back. They should run it back. They went to game seven against the Celtics, and they would have beaten them with Chris Middleton. There's no convincing me otherwise. We've just been talking about how great Chris Middleton was in the finals last year. You know, He had a 40-point night himself in game four. And you're telling me he wouldn't have made a difference in that game, especially in a series where the Bucs were having a hard time creating their own shots. So, yeah, you know, you can say that Joe Ingles is old and he's tore up his knee. He thinks he'll be back by December. I like that signing. I'm a big Joe Ingles guy. I've always thought he was good. Uh, and Marjan Bochamp, look, read into Summer League as you want. He's playing well. And uh, Mamu Keshavili. He's been playing well, too. I, I want to see these guys get some time. They're like the two guys we have on this team that are remotely young. I want to see them get some time. Here was his answer on Jordan Wara, by the way, because Jordan 
there's an offer out to Jordan. I don't know what the deal is with Jordan. So Horse says, we value Jordan Noir a lot. It's restricted free agency. It's a part of our business. We have a great relationship. He's still with us every day working. He's having a great offseason, maybe the best he's ever had. We don't know how it's going to play out, though. Either he'll be with us or he won't. We could do a sign-and-trade. There could be offers. There could be matches. There could be accepting qualify offers. I think that's all to be determined. They do have a roster spot available. You know, I think Sandro right now, Mamu's on a two-way, which the broadcast yesterday was talking about that being converted to a full-scale deal, which would mean that Wara is out unless they trade or do something. Again, if it's between, like, Mamu and Wara and George Hill, George Hill, George Hill's like the third catcher of the Bucks. There's no need for it. What value is he going to provide? Very little. He got some run in the finals and... I don't know. I don't even think he played good defense. So that's the situation with Hill at this point. But when you look at the Bucks offseason as a whole, yeah, yeah, they run it back. They didn't run it back. Whatever John Horse semantics wants to say, they're running it back, and that is fine, and that is good. And I still think they're the favorites in the East. Now, the Celtics moves are interesting. Getting Gallinari is like a total Celtics move for them. You know, they'll be, if we see them in the playoffs, there'll be a game where he is 25 out of nowhere. And then Brogdon's interesting. They signed Brogdon. They still have Marcus Smart. You know, they still have their main complement of guards. But if they only need Brogdon 15, 20 minutes a night, look, I'd rather have that than George Hill. And Brogdon's still a good player. It's just he got, he's had injury problems. But now he's all like, oh, I want to be a part of a team. He went to Indiana. You know, he got better money. But he also he wanted to he wanted to be the point guard. Brogdon wanted to control the basketball, and that was not happening on a Bucks team where Giannis is the focal point. And now he's going to a Celtics team where, I mean, he's not going to be that guy either. But that's where Brogdon ended up, and that's where Gallinari ended up. They still got all their guys. Um, I mean, they traded like the end of their bench, but Horford and Jalen and Tatum and Smart, yeah, Robert Williams, Grant Williams. They're all still there. So the Celtics, I think, you can say the Celtics are the team to beat in the East. I still think it's the Bucs, but I think a lot of people will say the Celtics, uh, if not the Bucs, one of those two. 414-799-1250. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. More coming up. We'll have some NBA trivia today with uh, Toby Altizer and Paul Imig, 9 o'clock hour. I'm Bart. That's Tim on the fam. Well, it looks like I'm going to have to shoot 66 tomorrow to, to have a chance. Um, so... Obviously, it has been done. Uh, guys did it today, and um, I need as much as possibly tomorrow to go ahead and do it. I need to do it. That was Tiger Woods. I don't hate Tiger Woods. I, You know, the music, sometimes I play a clip, and then it goes into a song, and it's like... <laughs> I don't think on the podcast you get the music. No. Yeah. But I played Tiger, and then I played the music. It goes, I hate everything about you, but I don't hate that. But sounds like it. sounds like I played it on purpose. What I'm saying is this new music was fun, but eater, eater. I'm going to my, I don't go back to my old stuff. Is that okay to say? Afternoon Show talks about it openly every day. I feel yeah. like I feel like I'm muzzled. Go I ahead. don't like the bumper music. Can Talking I say that? It. I want my old music. 
Um, yes, Tim. Good nah, stuff. Nah. Um. Well, you know. You know. What are you doing? Nothing. I was looking through your, like your old bumper music. Exactly. There we go. Twelve fifty a.m. The fan. I'm Bar Winkler. That's Tim Shea. I finished my Wendy's. Thanks, dude. Hey, I'm here for you. The wedges were good. Sandwich really good. I had the sausage, egg, and Swiss. They do melt in a certain way. I, I, I'd go with the breakfast baconator, but they keep hitting home runs on the sausage, egg, and Swiss. So why should I get anything else? Every time I get it, it's to satisfaction. I guess I won't play the song that I picked here. Uh, well, then don't. It's a good song. Okay. <laughs> if if we weren't live, and we like taped a show, yeah, and then aired it back, uh-huh. I would probably edit you out of most of it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> After I buy you Wendy's. I well, see. you buy me Wendy's, and then I'm like, that's Tim Shane. You go, um, yes, Tim. Nothing. Okay, Tim. Dyna- dy- dynamic co-host here. The chemistry's dripping through the radio between us. The uh, The quote from Tiger that he needs to shoot a 66 today. He's currently on hole 14 hitting out of the fescue uh, with an iron or a wood. So that's not going to happen. He is seven over. He was six over yesterday. He's one over for the day. He's got four holes left, and now he's into the Wow. What a shot. It's not a good good day for Tiger. So Tiger's going to miss the cut. He's seven over. He's not even close. The cut's probably going to be around two under. So you're going to have to post a good round to, to get through. The leader right now is Dustin Johnson. And where this is interesting is some of these live golf guys are doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Ian Poulter's four under. Uh, well, Phil's going to fight with the cut. Sergio's three under. And so this is like the best exposure for live golf as they get all these guys here in this major. And I don't know if... You know, NBC and golf wants it to be a showdown between PJ and Liv on Sunday. But for all that we've been talking about Liv golf, I mean, wouldn't that be the dream? If you can't have Tiger on Sunday, get Rory versus Dustin. Get PGA versus Liv. They've been skirting around talking about it on the broadcast. They're calling it that other tour or the new, like they won't say the words Liv. And then one guy did say Liv yesterday and he like caught himself and almost like, when you swear on the radio, like, oh, my God, my life is over. That's kind of how it, it sounded like. Speaking of live golf, they may be acquiring another major talent. Uh, the guy's actually pretty bad at golf. But they may be looking at Charles Barkley hmm? for their broadcasting. Oh. Yeah, Charles Barkley is somebody that they're going after for the broadcasting. Um, he talked about it on a podcast the other day and said, look. They wanted to meet with me, so I'm going to meet with them. Where are they broadcasting to or from, I guess? 
Is it like YouTube? YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. Okay. So they, they've got a broadcast. Like they they air it like it would look like it's on TV. Is but it free? Just, yeah, you just go to YouTube. Have you watched? Like ten minutes. Okay. See what it's like. I'm not into it. No. I don't. They they have teams with weird logos and again the format's different. Uh, golf golf is something that I'll turn on, you know, throughout the year. The major championships, like the Open, I'm really into. I'm totally into. And for how much we've talked about PGA versus Live, to see these guys competing against each other, I think is very interesting. But I'm I'm not I'm not gonna seek out the Live Golf Tour on YouTube. You know, we bitch and complain around here when the Brewers are on YouTube. You're gonna make me go find. <laughs> you're gonna make me go find Ian Poulter and Sergio Garcia half-ass a golf tournament and still walk away with three million dollars i don't i don't think that that i ain't doing that 414-799-1250 you can tweet us 1250 a.m the fan brought to you by wendy's on this fine morning of which it's feeling pretty good down the old hatch for me my thanks to you again tim maybe i'll be a little nicer the rest of the show do you hear this i got some Wedge crumbs. I'm I'm all done. My crumb, oh. my wedges are gone. I drank them. More coming up on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.